This is Indian Immigration, What, Why, and How, with Lily Stoll, Malik Hadraj, and Anna Hansen. According to the Migration Policy Institute, the foreign-born from India are the second largest immigrant group after Mexicans, accounting for almost 6% of the 43.3 million foreign-born population. Today, we'll take a look at the push and pull factors of Indian immigration, a personal example, and how this migration is affecting the United States. Located in Asia and home to a population of 1.3 billion people, India is the eighth largest country and the largest democracy in the world. With over 20 languages and many religions, India is a thriving country. It is seen as a home of culture, vibrant life, and major technological advancements. Many people don't know that Indians represent the second largest immigrant group in the United States, the first being Mexicans. In 2015, there were 2.4 million Indian immigrants in the United States, compared to 11.7 million Mexican immigrants in 2014. India is the fastest growing economy in the world. Its economy grew at a rate of 7.2% in December, surpassing China, whose economy only grew by a rate of 6.8%. Last year, in the Corruptions Perceptions Index done by Transparency International, India got a score of 40, ranking it 81st out of 150 countries. Even though their score was not very high, it showed improvement compared to the score of 36 they got in 2012. According to the book, The Other 1%, Indians in America, immigration from India can be explained in three waves. The first wave came after the Immigration Nationality Act of 1965. This act aimed to reunite families of immigrants and invite skilled workers in the United States. This attracted many well-educated and experienced Indian immigrants. The second wave was caused by families of the previous Indian immigrants, many of whom came during the first wave. The third wave, most present and largest wave, was due to technological advancements. Many Indian immigrants came to the United States because of the panic caused by Y2K. This caused an influx in technologically savvy immigrants, many of whom coming from India. Recent patterns have shown that there are two paths that a majority of the Indian immigrants choose when coming to the United States. There is the H-1B visa and the student visa. The H-1B visa grants highly qualified and educated immigrants visa to work in the United States. Many of the jobs that Indian immigrants take in the United States are tech jobs. The main reason there are so many Indian immigrants taking tech jobs is because jobs in tech are in high demand and they happen to have the qualifications. According to statistics in 2015, Indian immigrants are the second largest international student group. They make up 16% of the international students enrolled in higher education and 80% of Indian immigrants are enrolled in STEM majors. They come from families who can afford to send someone to and from India. Not many other immigrants in the United States can do that. Indians in general are not only more educated than the average immigrant, they are also more educated than the average American-born citizen. Many of the immigrants from India do not experience the normal hardships of moving to the United States. Indian immigrants come to the United States with much more wealth and education than the typical immigrant. They have the ability to speak English. This gives them an advantage in their workspace and when they are pursuing an education. They can also afford to come to the United States and live stable lives. Unlike other immigrant groups, Indians do not have the United States as a refuge or a more stable environment. Indian immigrants come to the United States because they have the desire to further their education or participate in the United States tech industry. An example to put all these statistics into perspective is a true story of Tulip Nandu, an Indian man who came to the United States. Stay focused. Keep your ears and eyes open. This is a country of opportunities. Stick it out, work hard, and you will reap the benefits. This quote is from a man named Tulip Nandu, and this is his advice to people immigrating to the United States.
He kept his eyes open and found opportunities that let him reap the benefits of the American dream. Tulip Nandu is an immigrant from India who came to the United States in search of higher education. Specifically, he, like many Indian immigrants, came to the United States seeking STEM advancement opportunities. Nandu currently works in the bioinformatics field, and the United States provides better programs for Nandu to acquire his master's degree. Nandu knew he wanted to come and experience the American university life. After watching his cousins study in the U.S. and hearing many stories, America also holds some of the best research opportunities in bioinformatics. Nandu lived a pamper life in India. His family was in business, which gave him the means to pursue his education. To say Nandu is educated is a gross understatement. He received his undergraduate in life science in biochemistry from the University of Mumbai. He then got his master's in biological sciences with a specialization in molecular biology and genetics from Narsi Manji Institute of Management Studies, Mumbai. From there, Nandu came to the U.S. to acquire his master's in bioinformatics from Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Since 2013, Nandu has been working at UT Southwest Medical Center in Dallas as a computational biologist. He is also currently participating in a part-time MBA program from the University of Texas in Dallas. Nandu and his wife, Shaylee, came to the United States together. They wanted to build something of their own, something separate from the rest of their family and the comforts of their life in India. Nandu and his wife faced a major cultural challenge upon arrival. The U.S. and India are polar opposites in culture and traditions. Most everything differed from the couple's home. The way we interact, the way we do certain things, our festivals, rituals, even marriages are quite different. So when I see the same things here, I'm quite amazed how much we differ. We, are, we have started enjoying and understanding why Americans do certain things a certain way and kind of respect that too. Nandu and his wife experienced these differences in a way that made them understand and respect the processes Americans use. The legal process of this move has been a continuous struggle. Nandu and his wife first came on an F-1 student visa, but Nandu's acceptance letter and the fact that he had his finances in order made the process easier. The hardest part was going to the U.S. Embassy in Mumbai and passing his interview. Now, Nandu has a H-1B work visa. This process is much more complicated, tedious, and difficult. Once your F-1 visa expires, you have 12 months. In STEM fields, you have an extra 24 months to find a job. Your employer needs to sponsor your visa. From there, you must then also go through an application process with a lottery based on the number of applicants an out-of-the-country U.S. consul, an interview with a U.S. agent, and if you're in biology, as Nandu is, you may also have to complete a thorough background check. Nandu went through this process, taking roughly six months to receive his H-1B visa for three years. Once this visa expires, he will need to renew it, redoing the same processes, except there is no lottery, to get another three year, years with this visa. After the second H-1B expires, Nandu will have to leave the country unless he gets a green card which for Indians can take seven to nine years. In the end, Nandu came to the U.S. and lived the American college life. Now he is living the American dream. He 
He feels he has created a good life for his family. My wife and I bought a house. You can say that's living the American dream. A feeling of contentment came when I bought my first car in 2012 after my studies. Also, once I graduated and gotten my degree during the convocation, I felt I had achieved my aim and that I had set that I had set before setting my foot in this country. Nandu and his wife came here from a different country. They struggled with cultural differences and with the legal processes, but now Nandu and his wife are thriving here. Now, many Indian immigrants like Nandu are becoming more hesitant about moving to the U.S. Some are even going back to India. Let's take a look at the factors changing attitudes about Indian immigration. The U.S. is experiencing a crisis of its own making, reverse brain drain. Indian immigrants, one of the wealthiest immigrant groups, are leaving the U.S. Previously, Indian immigrants came to the U.S., got a college education, a job, and then lived in the U.S., contributing to our economy. This trend is coming to an end, though. The Trump administration's hardline stance on immigration has led to a decline in Indian immigration to the U.S. Official public endorsements, like for the Reyes Act that seeks to cut legal immigration by half, only heightens these fears. Amanda Carthy, a 36-year-old Indian immigrant who works at a consulting firm, said, The Trump administration is pursuing more stringent immigration policies, which could make it much harder for us to stay in America. Most Indian immigrants come to the U.S. through an HB-1 visa. An HB-1 visa allows immigrants to come to the U.S. to work. But, the way that the visas are set up, immigrants can only earn a salary from the company that sponsored their visa. It's just like getting a ticket in a movie theater. You can only see the movie that you paid for, and you can't go to any other movie. This means that if an immigrant came over to the U.S. to work for FedEx, and decided they want to work for Amazon instead, they couldn't earn any money at a job from Amazon. This was a problem for Jane, an Indian immigrant and entrepreneur who found the restrictions too harsh. She said that given the excessive visa restrictions, a lot of people are choosing to move back. She followed her own advice and moved back to India to start up her first of three successful companies. These companies that could have been started in the U.S., and were instead made in India because of the visa restrictions. Those restrictions on HB1 visas did not create American companies, it did not start up American-owned businesses, it only moved potential businesses away from the U.S. and into another country. And it's not just the government. Many potential and current immigrants are becoming increasingly concerned about violence and hate crimes against Indian immigrants. CNN Money reports, Earlier this year, two Indian American engineers were shot and one of them killed in Olaf, Kansas, in an incident law enforcement investigated as an alleged hate crime. Maine McCarthy said that, I started to think that this isn't the right time for me to stay in the U.S. With the lack of Indian immigration, it appears that many agree with this attitude. And worst of all, these problems aren't just slowing down the flow of Indian immigrants to the U.S., they're actually reversing it. Many Indians, including Manakarthi and Jane, have moved back to India because of these problems. Worst of all, these problems aren't just slowing down the flow of Indian immigrants to the U.S., they're actually reversing it. Many Indians, like Manakarthi and Jane, have moved back to India because of these problems. Indians aren't coming to the U.S., they're leaving. Jane said that the trend of reverse brain drain is increasing. Indian immigrants are coming for work, education, and a place to start a life, but with hate crimes, violence, visa restrictions, and the Trump administration's public endorsement of anti-immigration bills, Indian immigrants find that it's just better for them to go home or, better yet, never come to the U.S. at all. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope you learned something today. Goodbye.